chapter 17. We're going to be reading verses 17 through 22. 1 Kings chapter 17 and verses 17 through 22. Hallelujah. Now it happened after these things that the son of the woman who owned the house became sick. And his sickness was so serious that there was no breath left in him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me just stop and say, uh, I I didn't think about Sister Crystal being here today when God gave me these scriptures. Hallelujah. Let's go back again, beginning in verse 17. Now it happened after these things that the son of the woman who owned the house became sick, and his sickness was so serious that there was no breath left in him. So she said to Elijah, What have I to do with you, O man of God? Have you come to bring my sin to remembrance and to kill my son? And he said to her, Give me your son. So he took him out of her arms, carried him to the upper room, where he was staying, and laid him on his own bed. Then he cried out to the Lord and said, O Lord my God, have you also brought tragedy on the widow with whom I lodged by killing her son? And he stretched himself out on the child three times and cried out to the Lord and said, O Lord my God, I pray, let this child so come back to him. Then the Lord heard the voice of Elijah. And the soul of the child came back to him, and he revived. Lord, as we come here today, we come here mindful, God, of many hearts and many souls that are assembled together. Heavenly Father, God, I don't know the the lives and the secrets of the, the hearts that are here today. But, Lord, I know that you know every heart that's here. You know every burden that we possess. You walk through the very secret chambers of our heart. And I'm asking you, God, if you would, God, to overlook my weaknesses and my frailties as I offer myself unto you a vessel that you may use me to speak to the people today. Your presence has been rich so far. and We thank you and we're so much appreciative for it. But now, Lord, we sit down at your table the feast from your word. And I ask God that you will have something on the table that will be fitting for everyone that is here today. In Jesus' mighty name, let the church say, Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother Travis talked about the game when he was up here a while ago. If you ever go to a game, no matter if it's football or any type of athletics, if you get there and time 
early enough before the events begin to take place, the people that's going to be working in taking part in the athletics, and they're going to be pushing their bodies to the very limit. They're going to get out on that field, and they're going to put everything they got into it. Some of them will even hide injuries so the coach won't know about it, just so they won't be put out of the game. But they'll work. And if you get there soon enough, you'll notice something going on. Stretching herself, stretching their arms and their legs and their muscles and their body in preparation for what is about to happen. I'm not going to preach to you a warmed-up message today. I'm preaching you hot bread off the, out of the oven. And I want to preach a message today titled, Stretching Yourself for a Miracle. Hallelujah. Stretching yourself for a miracle. In verse 21 of that 17th chapter, can you get that? Uh, put that up there? You don't have it up there? we got a brand new computer in there that's got... Uh, other than crash, so um, we're not able to use it. Hallelujah. I have, this is a very old, well-known scripture, and I have preached about Elijah and this, this would a son being raised from the, the grave a lot of times. Heard a lot of preachers preach it. But God pointed something out to me I never really thought about. And it's in verse 21. And he stretched himself upon the child three times and cried unto the Lord and said, O Lord my God, I pray thee, let this child's soul come into him again. He didn't just touch him on the head and lay hands on him. The Bible said he stretched himself. The Spirit of God spoke to my spirit this subject titled, Stretching Yourself for a Miracle. As a child, I remember I had a toy when I was real young. It was this uh, uh, toy of, this, uh, of a man, and it, uh, it was made of some kind of rubber that you could, I mean, you could, really, you could stretch it. Almost as far as you could reach. It was able to go way beyond its original size. You could really stretch it out. When Elijah went to the aid of the woman who had lost her son, the Bible said he stretched himself upon the child three times. Now, Elijah had been used by God in many ways. But in this case... 
he had to stretch himself to receive a miracle. Hallelujah. Come on now, let's get a hold of what the Spirit's trying to talk to us. If you study the life of Elijah, you'll understand that there were many things that transpired under his ministry. And God moved in many miraculous times. But on this case, here was a death of a child. Hallelujah. It was more than just a death of a child. It was a death of a promised child. Hallelujah. Amen. It was a death of a gift. It was a death of something that God had given to somebody. I'm here to tell you right now, folks, don't you think for a minute that just because God has promised you something that the devil won't try to kill it. Hallelujah. Sometimes you got to stretch yourself. Sometimes you got to fight for what you want. Glory to God, you got to be able to reach out. you got to extend yourself. Glory to God, beyond. Hallelujah. Lord, the devil will take everything you got if you sit there and let him have it. Hallelujah. Jesus said the thief cometh, but not but the lie, kill, and destroy. Hallelujah. Oh, to God. I believe God may give you a healing. And the devil can try to steal that healing. Hallelujah. He can try to kill that healing. God may give you a blessing of many kind of things in your life. But you've got to understand something. Hallelujah. God and the devil are on two opposite ends of the spectrum. God desires for you to prosper and be in health. On the other side, Satan, hallelujah, desires you to have pain, sickness, and in suffering. On one side, you got a promise. On one side, you got a blessing. But on the other side, you got somebody scheming and conniving to do everything he can to take away from you what God wants you to have. And if you crawl up in a hole and you whine and you complain, hallelujah, amen, and just say, woe is me, you'll never get back what the devil stole or killed from you. Holy God, but I'm here to tell you today, the Holy Ghost is speaking to the people, there are some things that's worth fighting for. There are some things that's worth laying it all on the line. Jesus laid it all on the line for you. How come we're not willing to lay it all on the line for him? Hallelujah. Listen, folks, the Holy Ghost is stirring my heart today. God's preaching this message, not me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Sometimes we sit. Hey, I found this out. Now I get older. I remember... And we got a dear brother just had to let everybody know Wednesday night the pastor was not as young as he used to be. Friday night. You don't say that's proof of it. Huh? Hallelujah. Boy. Well, I've noticed something. Back in the day, hallelujah, when I looked a little bit different,
and felt a little bit different. I could jump out of the bed in the morning. I could just just go on and take off running. Hallelujah. It didn't take me no time to get up and get to moving. But you know what? Sometimes I have to sit up on the side of the bed, brother, and sit there for 10, 15 minutes sometime before I can even stand up now. Hallelujah. I've been to church, Brother Kenneth, and had to sit and endure some of them long-winded preachers. I better not get no amens. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. And if you ever been somewhere where you sit a while, oh, man, them old bones. Hey, I got some people can relate to what preachers preach about this morning. Hallelujah. <laughs> And you've got to stretch yourself sometimes. Get things going. Hallelujah. Sometimes you've got to get the circulation moving. Hallelujah. It don't, it don't circulate like it used to. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, you know what? <laughs> Hallelujah. Maybe I need to get on this end and preach. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Sometimes we've got to stretch ourselves in the Spirit. Because we let that Holy Ghost kind of get stagnated in us. We don't let it move around. And just like when I sit on the pew a little bit too long, I get to hurting. Hallelujah. I have to do some stretching. Hallelujah. The spirit man is the same kind of way. Sometimes we got to stretch ourselves, folks. Hallelujah. Because the devil has got nothing on his mind but to steal, kill, and destroy. Hallelujah. I hope you realize he hates you. He hates you because you're a child of God. Hallelujah. He hates you because you got a home in heaven and he was kicked out before you even come on the scene. He hates you because you are taking his place. When you come to church and you begin to worship God and praise God, you're doing something that he used to do in heaven billions of years ago before he was kicked out. He was a praise leader in heaven. Do you know that? Hallelujah. He was a praise leader in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. And every time, that's why it gets him so upset. Lord, when he goes, he sees the church house, and he sees people come to the house of God. He don't understand it. He can't begin to realize. He goes, he said, man, I have been, he said, I've been dumping on them people all week long. I've caused all kind of aches and pains. I've caused, it ain't God that causes your aches and pains. Quit blaming him. It ain't God that causes your heartache. Quit blaming him. All good gifts and pain. The gifts come from above. All the rest of them come from the devil. Hallelujah. Don't nothing bad come from God. And then he does it so he can sap your victory. He does it where he can kill your joy. He said, you know what? He said, I'm going to see to it that Dallas farmer don't shout and run around the church Sunday. Hallelujah. I'm going to cause him all kind of problems in his, in his business this week. Hallelujah. I'm going to work in his job. I'm going to work in his family. I'm going to work in his body. I'm going to work in his spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He says, I don't, man, it just makes me sick to see them people praising God, worshiping God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hey, glory to God. I stepped out of the shed, glory to God, a couple of weeks ago. Hallelujah. And there the devil was with his foot stuck out to trip me. He said, I'm going to stop that little short fat preacher man from running. But I'm
Hallelujah. Brother Meek may stop running, but I ain't stopped running yet. Hallelujah. 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 He ain't going to stop me. If I have to hobble around this place on crutches, I'm going to hobble. Hallelujah. And if I'm in a wheelchair, I'll be like that black brother up there, Pentecost Sunday. People will shout and praising God, run around the aisle in that big auditorium, thousands of people. Hallelujah. I looked up. Here come his brother. Hallelujah. Working that little old handle in that wheelchair. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He said he was going around that brother. It was, it was something to see. Oh, it was something to see. In that wheelchair, he couldn't walk. Sis, he just worked in that little handle. When he came up by that platform, I was standing up high on that platform. He come back by. And I heard him say something. He said, I might not be able to walk. He said, but I can row. Hallelujah. I said, that right there is a really holy roller right there. Glory to God. That's a true holy roller right there. Woo! Hallelujah. I love making the devil mad. I love making the devil mad. Sometimes we need to stretch ourselves for God to do the extraordinary things that we need done. Sometimes you can do things a little easier, but then sometimes it takes some stretching. What did Jesus tell his disciples when they couldn't cast out that demon? He said, this kind goes out by what? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes you've got to go the extra mile. Sometimes you've got to stretch yourself. It all depends on what it is, what the miracle is. Because I'm going to promise you something, church. The devil ain't going to make nothing easy for you. As long as you got in your mind that you, you're trying to give glory to God and live for God, the devil will make it just as hard as possible for you to do it. That's where you got to stretch yourself. You got to stretch. Hallelujah. You got to, I mean, you, you got to just to get out there just as far as you can. Elijah, he didn't do it once, he didn't do it twice, but he did it three times. Hallelujah. He stretched himself upon that dead child. Hallelujah. Calling for God to bring his soul back in him. Hallelujah. There are two things. The Spirit of God spoke in my spirit that I want to share with you. Amen. About stretching yourself for a miracle. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In Luke 17, in verse chapter 17, verse 5, the Apostle Paul, oh, the Apostle, not the Apostle Paul, but the Apostles, they asked Jesus to do something for them. In Luke 17 and 5, he might be able to bring it up here in a second. But the first thing that we got to do, folks, is to stretch our faith. Hallelujah. The first thing that we got to do if we want to receive a special miracle from God in our life is we've got to stretch 
our faith. Hallelujah. Luke 17 and 5, And the apostles said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. Hallelujah. Increase our faith. Now, I want you to understand something. Sometimes I hear Christian people say, Well, I don't have no faith. That's, that, that's not right. If you're a Christian, you do got faith. Because the Bible says you've got faith. The Bible says he has dealt unto every man the measure of faith. Hallelujah. You see, it's impossible to get saved without faith. God gives you the faith. He gives you that saving faith. Hallelujah. And he's no respecter person. He didn't give me more faith than he did you or somebody else anymore. He gave everybody the measure of faith. But what's the difference? How come some people can seem to achieve more and to see more miracles, see more of the supernatural in their life? It's because some people are stretching their faith while others are just sitting there in the corner and it's doing just like you and my older bodies. It gets stiff. Hallelujah. You've got to stretch your faith. The Bible says that God has given to every man the measure of faith. But there is something about faith. Look at your neighbor and say, there's something about faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There's something about faith which enables it to be stretched beyond the original size. Hallelujah. Allowing every believer the ability to grow in faith. Paul told the Romans, he said that we grow in faith from faith to faith. One level of faith to another level of faith. We've talked a lot about that around here. Hallelujah. Praise God. That comes about when you begin to stretch that faith that God gives you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You got, you got faith to pray for a headache, and God heals that headache. Then you stretch that faith, Lord, a little bit, and then you can believe God to heal high blood pressure. Glory to God. God heals high blood pressure, and you stretch it a little bit more, and then you can believe God can heal cancer. Hallelujah. Oh, my, my, my. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Lord and God, it all depends. You're a miracle and the supernatural in your life. How do you, how much you're getting of it? It's how much you're stretching it. My Lord. You know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. Sometimes I get scared to death before I come in here stand behind this desk. I get scared to death. Hallelujah. I'm in my eighteenth year. A pastor at this location, as pastor, I've been here longer than that, but 18 years as pastor. Hallelujah. And the devil comes in when I go to my office and sit down and begin to pray and seek God for a word. <laughs> and the, you know what? The devil knows how long I've been here too. Hallelujah. And he'll come here and sit on my shoulder. You have preached for these people for 18 years. What else are you going to be able to get out of that book? You done preached it all, ain't nothing else there. Hallelujah. Man, I got all kind of notes and messages from years gone by. And you know why? You don't know why, hallelujah, that I go back and 
when the devil says, well, you just need to go back there and warm something over. Warm it up. Sometimes leftovers are good. Hallelujah. Sometimes leftovers are good. <laughs> That's got a lot to do with it. Hallelujah. But you know what? The devil does me a favor when he steps on my shoulder and he starts talking that old stuff to me. Because you know what that makes me do, Brother Paul? That makes me stretch myself. I said, Lord. And I begin to pray and begin to seek God. Sometimes I had fasting to it. Hallelujah. And I begin, to, that's how I begin to stretch myself in the Spirit. And God begins to open up things, just like this scripture right here that I'm preaching today about Elijah stretching himself, even though I've preached that message a million times, a, different, a million different other ways, and you think there's no other way to preach it. Then God says, wake up, boy. Hallelujah. Elijah stretched himself. Hallelujah. He said, you tell my people this morning that it's time that they begin to stretch themselves. If they want to see more power of my Holy Spirit in their life, if they want to see me moving in their homes and in their family, if you want me, if they want to see me saving their kinfolks and their loved ones, he said, "You tell them. I'm telling you to tell them that they need to begin to stretch themselves because they've let their faith sit around and get stiff." Hallelujah! Glory to God! They ain't used it in a while. They ain't activated it in a while. God says we got to stretch out. If the only faith today, right now, if I only had the same amount of faith as the faith I had that God gave me, that measure of faith, kneeling down at that little old altar, mourner's bench, what they called it back then, them Baptist folks out there in South Nashville more called them mourner's benches. If I only had that same amount of faith then, I couldn't, I couldn't defeat the devils I'm fighting today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I told you a long time ago in a message, hallelujah, and it's the truth, folks. Amen. You ain't going to never grow to the point in this life to where you're going to grow so much that you won't have to worry about fighting the devil again no more. As long as you're in this life, there's always going to be a battle to be fought with the enemy. There's always going to be. Hallelujah. With every new level, there's going to be a new devil. Hallelujah. You might not believe that, but it's the truth anyhow. If I had to fight the devils today, hallelujah, with the same faith I had back then, I would be defeated. Glory to God, that's why I cannot afford to stop stretching myself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We continually go from faith to faith as long as we're willing to stretch the limits of the current faith that you now possess. If you want to have more faith tomorrow than you got right now, you're going to have to stretch it. It's something you're going to have to do. I can't do it for you. I, you can't come up here and say, Brother Sammy, lay hands on me and pray for me to get more faith. I don't care how close I am to God, how close any preacher is to God. It don't come that way. Hallelujah. That's just like trying to get more patience. If you, but 
When all said and done, if you still want to come to the pastor, the pastor to pray for you, for God to give you more patience, you come on because I'm going to lay my hands on you and say, God, pull the tribulation on them. Wow. The Bible says tribulation worketh patience. Lord, hallelujah. There are some things in your walk with God, God will do, do for you by means of the Holy Spirit. But there are some things you've got to do yourself. If I want to be more flexible, I've got to exercise more. Hallelujah. Amen. There's some things God does and there's some things we have to do. Glory to God. And if you want to have more faith tomorrow than what you got right now, then some kind of way you're going to have to stretch that faith. Hallelujah. One second thing, stretching yourself for a miracle. You stretch your faith. Then secondly, you got to stretch your imagination. I'm going to be going to Ephesians 3 and 20 here just in a second. Ephesians 3 and 20. Now, I never did think about this before, about stretching your imagination. But that's what stretching, that's what it's all about. You begin to stretch your thinking. You, you know, God, you open yourself up for God to show you more stuff. you got to stretch your imagination. Some people never even think or imagine in the realm of the supernatural power and ability of God. Hallelujah. I said some people never think about or imagine to, uh, to, uh, to, to move in a supernatural realm and the power of God. Hallelujah. Some people, if the person sitting next to you falls out uh, or passes out, some people automatically first will think about calling 911. Hallelujah. But if, but, if, but if I fall out while I'm up here preaching, you don't need to call 911 until you first call God. Hello, somebody. Sometimes we don't, we don't think about the supernatural first. We think about the other things first because that's the way we've been programmed. Hallelujah. My sister Darlene and myself have raised three children. You raised three kids. You, you, you learned, you learned to think about God, especially when you, when you got one, one of the three is, is very prone for, for uh, uh, extra high fevers going, going into convulsions because fevers going up to 104 and 105 and, and beyond will literally burn you when you touch them. Hallelujah. Amen. You, you, you've got to learn to stretch your imagination for the supernatural. Hallelujah. You've, and and we've got to stretch our imagination, but some people never think or imagine uh, in the realm of supernatural or the ability of God. Listen to me now. They limit the miracle capacity in their lives because they put God in a very small box. 
That kind of goes along with the message I preached not too many weeks ago about increasing your capacity. Remember that message? A lot of people put God in a little bitty box filled with thoughts which never allow him to prove himself mighty on their behalf. Hallelujah. A lot of church folks is like that. They want to cram God in a little bitty box filled with all of their filled with all of their uh, their doubts and their, and their thoughts for, and, and they limit God. You might not realize it, but you've got the power to limit God. Even though God is so powerful, yet we can limit Him by putting Him in a box of our own situation. Not stretching our thoughts and our imagination to fit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Listen to me now. Too many folks... Only pray what I call safe prayers. These are prayers which lack imagination of serving a God being big enough to do anything. Hallelujah. I don't know about the God you serve today, but the God I serve is big enough to do anything. I said he's big enough to do anything. And I ain't going to try to cram him in a little box. Hallelujah. Because my lack of spiritual imagination and unwillingness to stretch my thoughts and my imagination for God to do great and mighty things in my life. Listen to what Ephesians 3 and 20 said about it. Paul told the church of Ephesus, He says, now unto him that is able, unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or what? Hallelujah. You want God to move? Just leave it up there for a while, brother. You want God to move in the realm of the supernatural in your life? Then stretch your imagination. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It don't matter. Well, I ain't never heard God doing that, answering that kind of prayer no more. So what? We're talking about today the title of this message is stretching yourself for a miracle. Sometimes you've got to be willing to stretch. The scripture that I read when Elijah went in there, that dead boy, the Bible said he stretched himself on that boy. Hallelujah. We got to stretch ourselves sometimes. We got to expand a little bit. Hallelujah. Amen. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Hallelujah. Well, I ain't never, I ain't never heard, heard of God healing that kind of thing before. So what? Stretch your imagination. Hallelujah. I got, a, I got a book that I'm reading at the house right now of a man that, uh, that God brought back from the dead. Reading a miracle in there. Where somebody was shot, and the bullet led, lodged so close to the spine 
that the doctor says it's inoperable. They would, there's no, no surgeon in the, in the country willing to go in to try to remove that bullet because it, it, it would just, it would mean they would be paralyzed. It just, it's just too close. And they says, you're going to have to live with that pain all your life. But don't matter. We will, we will put a morphine pump on you. And when the pain gets so excruciating, you just give yourself some. Ninety-nine and nine-tenths of church people. I'm just not like church people. Let's say, give it to me. I'm hurting too bad. Bless the quietness. But you know what? That man today is walking around with no back pain, no morphine uh, a pack, shouting and praising God because somebody was willing to stretch their imagination for God to do greater things. And you know what? He's going all over the south carrying x-rays with him, putting them up on the board before and after. Hey, doctor says, I don't know what happened. That bullet, it's gone. Well, I never heard. I mean, I know God could, God could heal a spine, but that, 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 that's still bullet in there. I mean, you know, I never heard of God. You telling me God took a bullet out? I, he said, I challenge anybody to find where the bullet is on this x-ray. It ain't there. It was there, but it's not there. Hallelujah. Brother, sometimes we've got to stretch ourselves. To believe God can do greater things. Now to him that is able to do exceedingly, above, abundantly, above all. Look at your David and say all. That we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. My, my, my. Stretching yourself for a miracle. Glory. I stretched the length of my sermon a little bit this morning. Hallelujah. But I put two messages in one for today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stretching yourself for a miracle. Folks, we are in a battle. We are in a constant struggle. And we are going to have to every day... Just like them, like them athletes before they play a game. You're going to have to, in the morning, when you get up, you, it's all right for you to do calisthenics for your body, but, you know, and all that stuff. But you need to do some spiritual calisthenics. You need to stretch the spiritual man. Hallelujah. You know what? I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. It's, it's my favorite time of the day. Man, it's, it's just so quiet and peaceful. And, man, I go in there in that, in that easy chair and I turn on turn on that little lamp and open my Bible. I'm not there to try to get a message or, or nothing like that. You know, God spoke to me one time, and I'm fixing to close. And, and I, I, want, I want to say that I believe God wants me to say this. I've got, we've got some younger ministers in here. I, I heard a um, statistic the other day that was really unnerving. 
that there are actually more preachers today leaving the ministry that's going into the ministry. They got this thing called preacher burnout. And many can't handle the pressure. And the Lord let me know something because I, 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 I got guilty of this myself for a while. God spoke to me, and, and, I'm, and, and, and my younger ministers are here today, Brother Paul, Brother, Brother Joseph, uh, uh, Brother Dallas is not a, uh, uh, not a new minister starting now, but, but remember, remember this. It's easy to fall in this category. A whole lot of preachers, the only time they ever open their Bible is when they're trying to get a message to preach. Their lives become so busy, especially if they're pastoring, that when they go and study, they're studying to get a, to preach a message or to teach a Bible lesson. And a lot of them, and they did a synthesis to prove this, a lot, of, a lot of pastors and a lot of ministers don't never just get along with God to read the Bible for themselves, to, to feed their spirit person, forgetting about trying to think about trying to get up a message or something else. And God says they're feeding everybody else, but they're not feeding themselves. And so many of them are falling by the wayside. So I get up early in the morning. I have to get up early in the morning. I wouldn't get up as early as I didn't have to. But I, but I take the extra time while it's just me and God. And that little old, little rocking chair recliner, and I turn that light on every morning. And I, and right, right now, I'm, I'm, I'm going through, through the book of Psalms again, and then, and, and, and I, and I read so many chapters every morning. And then I, I take some time to pray and talk, talk with the Lord. This is for my, this, this ain't got nothing to do with you. This is for my spiritual sanity. Hallelujah. This is for my spiritual well-being. Hallelujah. Because I can't stand before you and bring you something if I, if I ain't been before God. Do you hear what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Amen. So we all have to stretch ourselves. we got to stretch ourselves to receive America. Brother Darrell, get up on the guitar, brother, and get us, get us a course. We're going to close. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. The Holy Ghost has been in the house today. Yes, yes. The rain has fallen throughout the service. But now at the close, there still might be somebody that hadn't stretched enough. Maybe you need to stretch that spiritual man that you you want to see more of the supernatural in your life. You want to see more of the miracle working power power of God in your life. Then take some time to stretch yourself, to expand the limits of your faith. Let's everybody stand together. As the song is sung. Anybody wants to come?
The altars is open. Hallelujah. Your 